As the Edmonton Oilers move on to the second round, they have found their winning ways. And it hasn't included Connor McDavid. We will talk about that and much more on today's episode of Locked On Oilers. Your Locked On Oilers, your daily podcast on the Edmonton Oilers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to Locked On Oilers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host and former Oilers game day producer, Brett Holden. As mentioned on today's episode, we're going to start off with the massive Game 6 victory for the Oilers as they eliminate the Los Angeles Kings and head to Vegas for Round 2 of the NHL playoffs. But it seems like the Edmonton Oilers may have found their next Fernando Pisani. We're going to talk about the Edmonton Oilers' depth and how they beat the LA Kings with their depth in just a second. But also on today's episode, we're going to talk about the battle in between the pipes in round two for the Edmonton Oilers and the Vegas Golden Knights as two former Bakersfield Condors face off against each other in Laurent Brassois and Stuart Skinner. Some pretty interesting stats between the two goaltenders heading in to the NHL Western Conference semifinals. And to wrap up, we go through our three stars and our three scars from the first round between the Edmonton Oilers and the Los Angeles Kings. All that and much more on today's episode of Locked On Oilers. Thank you for making Locked On Oilers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you find your podcast. Just before we start, please excuse the stardust. Uh, I have been in the midst of a move, so my camera cord did not make the move. So no camera available for today's episode and potentially tomorrow's episode as well, but we shall see. So bear with me if you are on video. Here is, uh, well, our logo. But uh, on to the episode. <laughs> Alrighty, let's get into Game 6 as the Edmonton Oilers finally get through the Los Angeles Kings in Game 6 after having to come back a couple of times in this game, but the Edmonton Oilers were able to put away the Kings in Game 6 with a score of 5-4, a late goal from Kyler Yamamoto that would put the series away and it was the unsuspecting or the unusual suspects for the Edmonton Oilers as the Edmonton Oilers get goals from Kyler Yamamoto and two from Clem Costin as well. Yes, Connor McDavid did get a goal. Yes, Leon Draisaitl did also get a goal as well. But it was the the unusual suspects getting the big goals. Clem Costin getting the goal late in the first period, well, about halfway through the first period, as the Edmonton Oilers would then take the lead two to one, heading into the second period. 
Then after allowing Kevin Fiala to tie the game and score his first goal of the playoffs, Clem Costin would then score the goal to help the Oilers take the lead again halfway through the second period. And then it was Kyler Yamamoto scoring the game winner as the Edmonton Oilers slay the Kings and beat the Kings and eliminate the Kings in one less game than it took for them to beat them last year in the playoffs but again this was a depth oriented and depth dominated game for the Edmonton Oilers in, in a series where everybody said again that the LA Kings the opposition of the Edmonton Oilers had the better depth but yet what won the Edmonton Oilers this series the depth just take a look at what happened in game six between these two teams and you see it was the depth that won it for the Edmonton Oilers. The Edmonton Oilers in expected goal percentage at five on five in game six that finished above the LA Kings. So the first LA King that showed up for the game six um, expected goal percentage at five on five didn't show up until the uh, 70% mark with Victor Arvidsson. Above Victor Arvidsson was Philip Broberg, Vincent DeHarnay, Clean Costin, Brett Kulak, Derek Ryan, Warren Fogle, and Ryan McLeod. Nowhere did you hear Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Evander Kane, Evan Bouchard, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Zach Hyman. It was all the depth for the Edmonton Oilers. And yes, even players like Philip Broberg and Vinny DeHarnay were up there helping the Edmonton Oilers win this game. But the Edmonton Oilers throughout the entire series dominated the LA Kings in more situations than just five on five or, or, or in power play situations. The Edmonton Oilers top five or in this series, I should say in the top five of goals for per 60 minutes at five on five, four of the top five positions are occupied by Edmonton Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl with 5.41, Darnell Nurse with a 4.07, Derek Ryan with a 3.83, and those are the top three, and then Connor McDavid comes in at fifth, .01 behind Gabriel Velarde for fourth place with 3.25. That was at five on five. Then... At 5-on-5, it goes against per 60 minutes. Three of the top five positions are occupied by Edmonton Oilers, including Nick Bukestad, who at 5-on-5 had a goals against per 60 minutes at at exactly zero. Derek Ryan had a 0.91, which was third best in the series. And Cody Ceci at a 1.14, which was fourth best in the series, which Cody Ceci had a very underrated defensive series for the Edmonton Oilers. But again, in game six, the depth won the Oilers the game, where again, Clean costs in two goals. In the game, including two, well, at the time, taking the lead goals or game-leading goals. 
then uh, his expected goals in game six sat at a point six three eight, which was second best in the game and on the Edmonton Oilers. And his goals uh, average or goals above expected, excuse me, sat at a one point three six two, which was the best in the game for the uh, well, the Edmonton Oilers and the Los Angeles Kings. But all of this was done by Clean Costin in 8 minutes and 44 seconds. At times in the series, he played 3 minutes and 38 seconds. And still, he went out there and played every single shift like it was his last and every single time the Edmonton Oilers would win he would be the first player to go out there and congratulate his teammates same with Vinny DeHarnay who was well benched a couple of times during this series But still, when he went out there, he made the most of, uh, out of every shift that he had. As uh, Bob Stoffer said, every hit that you make is an investment in the NHL. And Clean Costin made 20 hits in this series in 46 minutes played. In 46 minutes, 20 hits for the Edmonton Oilers. I think the Edmonton Oilers have found their next Fernando Pisani. Alrighty, let's move on to the uh, next series for the Edmonton Oilers as they head just a little bit east, more towards the desert as the Edmonton Oilers face off against the Vegas Golden Knights on Wednesday night. And it's a familiar foe for the Edmonton Oilers in between the pipes, in the crease for the Golden Knights, says Laurent Brassois, former Edmonton Oiler and former Edmonton Oil King, is the goaltender for the Vegas Golden Knights in this series. And I mentioned the Oil Kings for a reason. We will talk about that in just a second. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started using AG1 because I wanted to better my gut health, optimize my immune system, and I wanted to do it without taking so many pills and supplements. And that is exactly what I get with AG1. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all of the things. Plus, it's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it is all good for you. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, all while still tasting great. And it costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews and is recommended by professional athletes. 
Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That is it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Alrighty, let's move on to the crease into the next series for the Edmonton Oilers as we're able to finally talk about the next series and move on from the LA Kings as the LA Kings were genuinely starting to scare me but we move on to the next series as the Edmonton Oilers face off against the Vegas Golden Knights on Wednesday night and as mentioned it's a familiar face maybe not foe but a familiar face for the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton Oilers organization and Edmonton Oilers hockey fans in general in the net for the Vegas Golden Knights in the semifinals in the Western Conference as it's Laurent Brassois former Edmonton Oiler former Edmonton Oiler Oil King gets the start for the Vegas Golden Knights, has been the starter for the Vegas Golden Knights over these playoffs, and has looked very good. In fact, over since March 1st, Laurent Bourgeois and Stuart Skinner have been two of the top 10 goaltenders in the NHL and two of the best goaltenders in the Pacific Division. The Vegas Golden Knights went out and acquired Jonathan Quick at the deadline. Fair enough, especially with how their goaltending situation has gone since the start of the year. Robin Leonard suddenly saying that I'm too injured, I'm not going to play this year. And then all of a sudden, Logan Thompson gets catapulted into a starting position for the Vegas Golden Knights. And everybody goes, oh, well... We can write off the Vegas Golden Knights, but yet all year, Logan Thompson kept the Vegas Golden Knights as not only in a p- playoff spot, but one of the best teams in the Pacific Division and eventually the best team in the Western Conference. But it wasn't always like that for the Vegas Golden Knights as Logan Thompson gets injured after the uh, All-Star break. He's out for a little while, six weeks, I believe it was. He comes back for a start, and in that game, he gets injured. And yes, Jonathan Quick comes in, but it's been Laurent Brassois who was called up from the Henderson Silver Knights, who at times was not looking very good with the Henderson Silver Knights. But still, he got the call up. And played very well down the stretch for the Vegas Golden Knights, putting them in this position and being the best team in the Western Conference. Since March 1st, Laurent Bressois has had a 6-0-1 record with a .923 save percentage and a 2.16 goals against average. And all season, he has a 7-0-3 record. Now, against the Edmonton Oilers, 
Lerampus was 2-2-0, so two wins, two losses coming in regulation with a uh, 9-1-4 save percentage and a 2-14 goals against average. Plays pretty well against the Edmonton Oilers. Most recently, though, he did come in in relief on March 28th when the Edmonton Oilers put up a touchdown and a conversion against the Vegas Golden Knights where he had four saves on five shots but did allow a goal in the third period. But just before that, only three days before, his last win came against the Edmonton Oilers or his last win against the Edmonton Oilers came only three three days prior where the Edmonton Oilers lost their last regular season game on March 25th where the Vegas Golden Knights would win in overtime with a Will Carrier goal in OT. I believe it was Will Carrier off the top of my head. But he would stop 27 of 30 shots fired towards him with a 2.88 goals against average. And that was, again, the last loss the Edmonton Oilers would have all season. Yes, the last loss the Edmonton Oilers suffered in the 2022-2023 season came by the hands of the Vegas Golden Knights. In net for the Edmonton Oilers that night... Stuart Skinner, who, since March 1st for the Edmonton Oilers, has a 14-1-1 record where the one loss in overtime or shootout came against the Vegas Golden Knights. And the only time the Edmonton Oilers have lost in regulation since March 1st was against the Toronto Maple Leafs. That was the only time on March 11th that the Edmonton Oilers have lost in regulation against the Toronto Maple Leafs. March 11th. Since March 1st, Stuart Skinner has a .920 save percentage and a 2.43 goals against average with a shutout in between the end of the season and March 1st. So you take a look at these goaltenders and virtually almost the exact same season, well, exact same numbers when you take a look at the save percentage and the goals against average. But the Vegas Golden Knights have seemingly had Stuart Skinner's number in his career. Despite the fact that Stuart Skinner has won two of the three meetings between himself and the Vegas Golden Knights, he does hold a 3.59 goals against average and a .878 save percentage and has allowed three goals against in his first game against the Vegas Golden Knights and four goals against in his last two, so eight total in his last two games against the Vegas Golden Knights, including that overtime loss, and including the game where the Oilers won eight to four seven to four, excuse me. Yes, the Oilers won seven or scored seven, but they did allow four goals in that game, which did cause a little bit of concern for the Oilers down the stretch. So there is some concern with Stuart Skinner when it comes to the big game and playing against the Vegas Golden Knights. And so far, Laurent Brassois has given the Vegas Golden Knights and the rest of the NHL basically zero reason to be concerned about his play. But I mentioned if you were an Edmonton Oilers, or not an Edmonton Oilers fan, an Edmonton hockey fan in the early 2010s, and you would know that Laurent Brassois is susceptible to bad performances in big games. 
As you may remember in 2011 and 2012, or around the 2010 to 2013 years in hockey, the Edmonton Oil Kings were one of the best teams in all of Canada. In fact, they won the Memorial Cup in 2013-2014 with Tristan Jari in net. And the reason why it was Tristan Jari in net is because two seasons before, the Edmonton Oil Kings were unable to win the Memorial Cup in 2011-2012 when they were considered one of the favorites to win the Cup that year because Laurent Brassois, after having one of the best playoffs we have seen out of a goaltender in the WHL, absolutely stunk the bed. That year in 2011-2012, Laurent Brassois had a 42-13-5 record with a .914 save percentage and 2.47 goals against average. Had three shutouts that year. Then playoffs hit. He goes 16-4-0, and 16 means you'll win the cup, baby. 2.04 goals against average and a .933 save percentage with two shutouts in the playoffs. Unbelievable playoffs. Then they head to Schwinnigan that year. As one of the favorites after beating the team who was probably the second best team in all of the CHL in the Portland Winterhawks. And they go 1-3-0 as the Rompersois has an 8-7-1 save percentage and a 4.04 goals against average. The only win for the Oil Kings was against the host, the Shawinigan Cataracts, who ironically went on to win that tournament. And then in his final game, or in his final season with the Edmonton Oil Kings, in his final shot to make it to the Memorial Cup and redeem himself as they face off against the Portland Winterhawks, the exact same team they beat the year before to make it to the Memorial Cup, the Portland Winterhawks win in six games and they beat Laurent Brassois and the Edmonton Oil Kings in game six at Rexall Place, five to one. Laurent Brassois is an unbelievable goaltender and I have learned a lot from Laurent Brassois as his time or with his time with the Edmonton Oil Kings. I remember listening to him talk about one of his performances with the Edmonton Oil Kings and how he played in a second period specifically. And he said, uh, to be honest with you, I can't remember. I kind of blacked out. Kind of showing to me, who was kind of younger at the time. I, I like to think I'm younger than I actually am. But showing that there is of way to be so locked in where you don't realize you're blacking out to being in so into the game. Laurent Brassois is a fantastic goaltender and I'm happy he is finally getting the flowers that he deserves because again, the Edmonton Oilers acquired him for a fan favorite in Lottie Schmid. They got Roman Horak in the deal. It was a weird trade, and for most, it was heartbreaking, too, seeing Lottie Schmid get traded to the most hated team in Edmonton Oilers history. But they got a goaltender who was very serviceable for them, and I wish she was able to see more time and see more meaningful time with the Edmonton Oilers. 
But now the Vegas Golden Knights are seeing the fruits of the labor of Laurent Brassois. But I still think, and I am very confident in the fact that 30-year-old Laurent Brassois, as good as he's been since March 1st and in the playoffs, is very fragile heading into the second round of the NHL playoffs. Alrighty, let's wrap up today's episode with a little bit, a little bit of a new, uh, what's it called? A little bit of a new segment on today's episode with the three stars and the three scars, the three players who had a little bit of a scarring series against the Los Angeles Kings in round one of the playoffs. We will get to that in just a second. Alrighty, thank you so much for making Locked On Oilers your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We are going to be previewing a little bit more of the Vegas Golden Knights and the Edmonton Oilers in the second round as the Edmonton Oilers are still in Los Angeles, but they will be making their way to Vegas very soon. Practice lines will be coming out, so after practice, we will have all the updates concerning the Edmonton Oilers and some potential lineup returns for the Oilers as well regarding the injury front. Alrighty, let's wrap up today's episode with, again, a little bit of a new segment on today's show with the three stars and the three scars. As mentioned, the three scars is the three players who had a little bit of a scarring series, a series that they want to forget, but all fans probably won't let them forget, as uh, the Edmonton Oilers had a couple of players who absolutely stole this show in the first round against the LA Kings and some players again as mentioned had some series that they want to forget but fans have memories like I think elephants I think it's elephants who have long memories either way let's get into this segment and wrap up today's show starting off with the three stars the third star for the Edmonton Oilers in this series he's getting a lot of love in today's show and that is this year's Fernando Pisani clean cost and in this series in six games three goals one assist four points in the series all three of his goals were very important for the Edmonton Oilers just scoring at massive times showing his resiliency and again he didn't play a lot of minutes only 46 minutes in those six games for the Oilers including a game where he only played three minutes and 38 seconds he also had the best goals for per 60 minutes at 5-on-5 five five for the Edmonton Oilers with a 6.62. And the fifth best goals against per 60 minutes in all situations at a 5.57. Or excuse me, goals for per 60 minutes, not goals against. Goals for per 60 minutes. Uh, or excuse me, I'm I, I'm starting to spoil my second uh, star. Uh, Clean Costin had the fifth best goals against per 60 minutes at 5-on-5. With a 1.32 as well. So the third star for the Edmonton Oilers, Clem Costin. The second star for the Edmonton Oilers against the Los Angeles Kings is Evan Bouchard, who had an absolute coming out party this series. Two goals, eight assists, 10 points for him. Three 
third on the Edmonton Oilers in points and the best defenseman when it comes to points as well in the playoffs so far. I already kind of spoiled his goals for per 60 minutes in all situations, which is a 5.77, which is fourth best for the Edmonton Oilers. And then at five on five, he has the ninth best goals for per 60 minutes at a 2.73. He has been able to take over the power play that a lot of people didn't expect him to be able to take over and he has made that power play even better and made it that historic power play that we see today. So, Evan Bouchard, the second star for the Oilers in this series. And the first star, we should probably expect it, it's Leon Dreisaitl, 7 goals, 4 assists, 11 points, a 5.41 goals, 4 per 60 minutes at 5 on 5, which is 3rd best for the Oilers, and in all situations, 8.1 goals, 4 per 60 minutes, which is obviously first. Great, great series for him, and again, coming out of this series, he is the second best points per game player, playoff player in NHL history, only behind Wayne Gretzky. And no, it's not Mark Messier, it's not Mario Lemieux, it's not Connor McDavid or even Yamir Yager or Henry Richard. It's Leon Dreisaitl who has the second best points per game in playoff history. And if he and Connor McDavid can continue what they have been able to do in the playoffs against the Vegas Golden Knights and potentially even longer in these playoffs, I am very concerned for anybody who has to come to Rogers' place. So the three stars, Clem Costin, Evan Bouchard, and Leon Dreisaitl. Let's get into the three scars for the Edmonton Oilers and wrap up this episode here. The third scar for the Edmonton Oilers is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Yes, he did get four points in the series, but all four of those points came on the power play and all four of them are assists his goals four per 60 minutes at five on five was 18th on the Edmonton Oilers with a 1.53 he has been nearly non-existent for the Edmonton Oilers at five on five and at times it has been uh, not necessarily uh, the reason why the Edmonton Oilers lost games but has been uh, a contributing factor as to why they saw limited success against the LA Kings so the third star for the Oilers Ryan Nugent Hopkins the second star for the Edmonton Oilers or the second scar I should say for the Edmonton Oilers is Stuart Skinner, who at times did look very good, but at times also looked like he was kind of scared of the puck and scared of, of secondary opportunities. Now, I was taking a look at some uh, stats heading into the series between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Edmonton Oilers, and some pretty interesting numbers came or sprung up when it came to the goalies that the Edmonton Oilers and the Vegas Golden Knights are going to see. When it comes to rebounds, 
Because as mentioned, it seems like Stuart Skinner has kind of been scared or a little bit tentative when it comes to rebounds or 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 pucks that come quickly in front of the net so maybe a pass out front it seems like he sees the pass first and then reacts instead of getting to the position and trying to cut down the shot he kind of tries to make a reactionary save when he has time to get over there and make a save and in these playoffs taking a look at some of the uh rebound numbers Laurent Bersois and Stuart Skinner have been, well, actually, um, Stuart Skinner has been one of the best goaltenders when it comes to, or worst goaltenders, I should say, when it comes to rebounds above expected. He's giving up the second most amount of rebounds than expected in the playoffs so far, only behind Linus Olmark of the Boston Bruins, who's been eliminated. So out of active goaltenders in the playoffs, he has given up the most amount of rebounds expected or over-expected in these playoffs. Where Laurent Bressois, on the other hand, has not given up <laughs> as many. He has been one of the better uh, goaltenders. So the Edmonton Oilers could be kind of concerned when it comes to Stuart Skinner and the way that he attacks the first save and attacks mostly the second save. And when he has a goals against average of 3.43 and an 8.91 save percentage against a team that he already hasn't had the best success against, the Edmonton Oilers might be a little concerned. So the second scar Stuart Skinner and the first scar for the Edmonton Oilers who saw a lot of uh, hate and maybe uh, kind of been caught up a little bit in the heat of the moment and that is Vinny DeHarnay who has the worst goals against per 60 minutes uh, when it comes to 5 on 5 in all situations shorthanded he took some very costly penalties and got danced by Victor Arvidsson benched in game 4 for the Edmonton Oilers that was a make or break game for the Edmonton Oilers which they went down 3 nothing in and after he was benched the Edmonton Oilers did come back and win that game but he was not great in this series. I also do want to give him the love that he deserves because in Game 6, absolutely bounced back. Two assists of his own in Game 6 that did bring up his total from 0 points to 2 points in the playoffs. So he, there is some love there and something to build on when it comes to this series against the Vegas Golden Knights. But... Still, in five of the six games for the Edmonton Oilers, Vinny DeHarnay was arguably the worst player for the Edmonton Oilers. With that being said, I still have a lot of trust in Vinny DeHarnay, as does Jay Woodcroft, and there's a reason why he continually got the minutes that he got because I, again, as mentioned, I too have trust in Vinny DeHarnay. He is a pain in the butt to play against. And I am really looking forward to see what Vinny DeArnais can do, but did not have a good first series in the NHL playoffs. So 
The first scar for the Edmonton Oilers, Vinny DeHarnay. Alrighty, let's wrap up today's episode. Thank you so much for bearing with me in the middle of this move. As yes, I know we do not have video for now, but we will get it up as soon as possible, as we will have a brand new background heading into the second round of the playoffs alrighty let's wrap up today's episode as mentioned we learned just last night that the Edmonton Oilers and the Vegas Golden Knights will face off on Wednesday in game one at T-Mobile Arena in Vegas as games one and two in the desert it is going to be a great series tomorrow we will preview more about the series and we will talk about some potential lineup returns for the Edmonton Oilers heading into the second round. Until then, hopefully you're still partying from the first round and all weekend you were playing La Bamba, baby.